Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. As always, I'm back better than ever, Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm so glad that you are taking out of your busy schedule to connect with me for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to talk about God is my source. And if I can make it personal to you, God is your source. This is a teaching podcast, so I want you to grab your Bibles. There are a few things that I want to say to you and maybe something to write with as you may want to take some copious notes. I'm not going to be on the show today very long, but I think this is going to be very impactful. I know that there are a lot of things that are going on in your life and in the world, but I want you to be encouraged. And I want you to really understand that God is on your side and that he is looking out for you. Sometimes we know that in our head, but we just don't really have it in our heart. And I want to get this in your heart today through the words that I'm saying. I know that there's some dreams and some aspirations and some goals that you're trying to figure out. And some days it's a struggle from day to day to just keep believing and knowing somewhere in your heart that God is really looking out for you. But I want to tell you that he is, that God sees, he understands, he knows He never said that everything would be easy, but what he did say, he said, Lo, I am with you always. So we've got to begin to take God at his word and take it personal. When I read the Bible and, you know, studying and praying and really trying to see what directions I need to go in my own personal life, I make the word of God very personal to me. Even when I'm reading Bible characters, I put myself in there so that I can get the feeling of what the Spirit of God is trying to say. Because even when we're talking about God is our source, it's so easy to get confused with our job and the various things that we're doing to make money. But I want you to know that if every avenue shuts down for you, as long as you keep your focus on God, That's the only avenue that you need. And that's what I want to talk to you about when we say, God is my source. God is your source. So I want you to repeat this after me as you're listening to me, because I really want to get this down in your heart today. And I know that being repetitive really helps us to achieve these goals. So I want you to say this, God is the source of my supply. God is the one I depend on. I want you to say that God is the source of my supply. God is the one I depend on. I want you to take some moments here as I'm saying it and feel what I'm saying and get this in your heart and get this reverberating in your mind. God is the source of my supply. God is the one I depend on. One more time. God is the source of my supply. God is the one I depend on. We've got to say these things to ourselves until it gets down into the recessitudes of the fiber of our being that we know without a doubt that God is the source of my supply. He is the one I depend on. I don't want you 
from this moment forward to depend on your job. I don't want you to depend on your spouse. I don't want you to depend on family and friends. I don't want you to depend on ways and means. I don't want you to depend on the next gimmick, the next hustle. You know, the world is always trying to give you something to take your focus off of God. I want to tell you right here, right now, as long as you've got God inside of you, he is all you need. Why? Because people leave. People die. People, you know, they get confused and they want to have another friend and go in another direction. Jobs dry up. People are being laid off. And when we focus on resources instead of focusing on the source, we get confused. So I want you to always know that God is the source of your supply. He's the one that you've got to depend on. And again, don't get the source confused with the resource. The source is God. The resource is just the way that he's using. So the source is who it is coming from, and that's God. Now, I'm trying to make this as easy as I can for you because you may be listening to this and you're saying, Pastor Deloach, I know this. But again, we can know something in our head but it just hasn't traveled to our heart, to the very core, the fiber of our being. The resource is the action. It's the strategy. It's the other ways and means. And I'm going to tell you something. We've got to leave the resources up to God, but just focus on your source. And that is God. There's another thing that I want you to repeat. God is what I seek, not money. God is who I seek, not prosperity. I'm going to say it to you again. God is what I seek, not money. God is who I seek, not prosperity. That is so powerful because everything begins with God. When you get your mind off of God, when you get your mind off of the eternal source, the eternal law, the eternal substance of who God is, when you start looking to the left and right, and when you start just getting confused and flustered, you begin to look at things that is not your source. And I want to tell you, your source is inside of you. So God is what I'm seeking. I'm not seeking money. God is who I seek, not prosperity. Prosperity is a byproduct of seeking God. You might want to write that down. Prosperity is a byproduct of seeking God. So it stands to reason, if I learn how to seek God, prosperity will come. Prosperity should never be the goal. Now, I know these self-gurus and different people, they're not going to probably agree with what I say. But if you are a Christian, a follower of Christ, and I do realize that some people that are listening to me, they're not Christians. And even if you're not a Christian, I want to say this to you. Your source is God. You just have to believe in your source because I'm not talking church or anything like that or religion because God is a person. And so we cannot get the person confused with the ways and means, the ways and the means of the resources. But we've got to get our minds set and solid every day, focused on the fact that God is the one that I'm depending on. God is the person that I'm seeking, not money, not fame, not fortune. All of that stuff will come as you get your heart centered on God. So prosperity should not be your goal.
In other words, when you're reaching goals, you can put your goals on the paper. There's nothing wrong with that. You can look at them and pray over them and all of that stuff. But I want you to get your focus on God because you don't know how to bring your prosperity to you. You don't know which way to go. You don't know if it's to the right, to the left. You don't know who God is going to use. And that's none of your business. Just focus on God. Focus on loving him. And whatever the Holy Spirit gives to you that you need to do, then do that. Obey. But if he doesn't tell you to do anything, don't go after it. Just continue to go after the source. Love the source. Put nobody above God. Don't put your husband above God, your wife, your children, your job, your career, your goals. Nothing should come before your source. What I'm trying to tell you is many times we don't get to where we're going because we're focused on too many things or trying to focus on so many things. And the reality is the scripture says, if the eye be single, then the body would be full of light. I think you'll find that in Matthew chapter six. If the eye be single, if it is, then the whole body will be radiant. The whole body will flow with the light of God. That light is like a bridge. It will attract what you need. You know, people talk about the law of attraction and things like that. That comes really out of the word of God, in my opinion, because everything starts with God. Don't ever forget that. Your job starts with God. Your love life starts with God. Being a better person starts with God in you. Who could better help you than God? Who better knows than God? He knows you better than you know yourself. And God wants to introduce yourself to you. The real you. Not this you, this fake, maybe phony person that you've created and conjured up so that people can like you and love you and give to you. I want to tell you that you are enough because God does not create junk. He creates the best. And when he created you, he broke the mold. So there's no reason for you to go after things. There's no reason for you to go after money. There's no reason for you to go after fame. That stuff is the lower you, the higher you that God has created. He says, I know the way that you're taking. And when you have come forth, you will be pure gold tried in the fire. So I don't want you to be discouraged because God not only is my source, but he is your source. And so we have to get centered. So today, knock everybody off the throne that you have placed only where God should be. Because I know being in relationships, we can love people and we can start loving them more than God. We love our children and we should, but we should not love them more than we love God. We love jobs and careers and certain things that we're getting, but we should not love these things or put these things above God. Another thing that I want to tell you, the moment you go after money, you shut down how money can come to you. I'm going to say that to you one more time. The more that you go after money, you shut down the way God is going to send money to you because money comes from God. Why? Because he knows how to flow it to you. This whole premise about money is coming to you. It comes to you because you know who your source is. When you don't know who your source is, you become frustrated. 
you're angry, you're mad one day, maybe you're happy the next, your emotions are going up and down, you just feel like you're coming and going, you're not really set in your heart, you know when you're frustrated and frustration comes from a lack of focus. I've often said that feelings follow focus. The more that you focus on something, you're going to feel good or bad. When you focus on your source, which is God, you begin to feel good. You begin to have an identity. You begin to be centered. You know what you need to do. You know what you shouldn't do. But when you go after things, you start to be controlled by the things that you're going after. And I don't want you to be controlled by money because money is your servant. You don't serve money. Money serves you. And since money serves you, you've got to be able to focus on on God and allow him to flow to you the connections, the people that you need to meet. Don't go after people. Go after God because he knows the people you need to meet. And sometimes you get hooked up with people and you hate that you ever even met them. I've been there before. We've got to learn as Christians, as people of God, to follow and trust God that he will divinely hook it up. There's nothing like a divine hookup. I've had several divine hookups. And every divine hookup and relationship that I've ever been in, I've never had to labor to keep it together. Some of you right now, you're listening to me. You have to work so hard to keep your friends. You have to work double time, triple time, all the time just to keep them happy. I would suggest to you, that's not a friend that you need. God knows who you are and you are a gift to someone. So let God organically orchestrate the steps that he would allow you to take to hook up with somebody that they can appreciate you. You can appreciate them. You're praying for them. They're praying for you. When you are in need, they've got something to give you and vice versa. Most of the things that I hear as a pastor, they say to me, pastor, I give more in my relationship and I never get anything back. And then I give up a follow-up question. Well, did you create the relationship or did God send the relationship? And most of the time it's something that they're doing. Anything that we put together, we've got to work very hard to keep it together. But when God does it, he knows what you need. And this is what I'm saying. I'm not trying to be redundant because I know you are intelligent that are listening to me. But sometimes we learn again through repetition. God is the source of your supply. He will supply that stuff. All we have to do is focus on him and know that whatever we need, he's got it. He's never going to hide it. The Bible says that a cattle on a thousand hills belongs to us. Why? because of who I'm in relationship with. If I'm in relationship with God and he is my source, why would he not give me? Why would he not send to me? Why would he not allow it to come into my possession? God doesn't need it. God doesn't need a cattle on a thousand hills. God doesn't need a mansion. God doesn't need a car. He don't drive. God doesn't need a job. He's not going to work. But God says, I've got these things for you. But what we have to get straight, catch this, is our vertical relationship. When our vertical relationship is right with God, then our horizontal relationships will be right with people. But when we put people before God, then our vertical relationship is not right with the Lord. And God doesn't want anybody before him. He's a jealous God. He wants all of us. But the thing that I love about God is that he will send love through people. He sends finances 
through people. He sends opportunities through people. But we're not to worship people. We're to worship God. We're to love him. And when we do, life becomes easier. So stop striving to get ahead and just focus on God. Many times I've heard people give their testimony and I don't think they're really listening to what they're saying. They'll often say somewhere in this testimony, when I got my heart right with God, when I start focusing on God, when I realize that God is my everything, that's when things start opening up. And I don't know if they're really listening to what they're saying. The key to success is God. I'm telling you it is. The key to your financial breakthrough is God. The key to healing in your body is coming from God. So let's get our focus on him. That's throughout the rest of this year. We got several months to go until we get to the end of 2021. But I want you to know that you can start your new year today. You don't have to wait until 2022 to start your new year. You can start it right now. You always start over when you start receiving things from God and what you can do. You can hit that reset button anytime and say, you know what? I'm learning some things. I'm doing some things different and I'm going to start over. And this is what I'm going to do today because growth is learning. Learning is changing, doing things different, not being stubborn and doing things the same way. So we've got to get this straight if we're going to really start receiving from our source. Get to know your source. Get to love your source. Because guess this, you cannot love God until you love you. I'm telling you, you can't really, because you know what? If the scripture is true, we got to love our neighbor as ourself. We've got to love ourself. And when we love ourselves, we can love God. We can be in communion with God. God created you. You've got to love you. Stop putting responsibilities for everybody to love you. Love yourself. You've got so many great things about you that is lovely, that is great, that is excellent. And the more you love you, the more you can love God. And I'm telling you, God's got so many great things in store for you and I. Now, here's another thing that I want to say to you. God is not married to methods. I'm going to say that to you one more time. God is not married to methods. So when we're talking about God as our source, don't get in love with the methods because God is not married to a way or a strategy. He has many ways to provide for you. God doesn't need your job. He doesn't need your gift. He doesn't need your talent. He doesn't need your education to meet your need. He can use it, but he doesn't need it. What God wants for you is to trust him. Trust whatever he's going to use. Trust it. God will use something that you don't even think is good enough, but I want you to trust him. It's the little things that God will use that will attract wealth. It's not big things. It's not the things that you think. God is not into all this great, grand, and glorious stuff. God will use small things because he knows in that small little thing that you don't think is anything is something that's going to bless you. He sent the prophet to the woman's house and he said to the woman, what do you have in your house? And all she said, I just got a little cruise of oil. The prophet said, that's enough. 
It's always whatever you have that you're willing to give to God is enough for him to begin to work a miracle for you. It's amazing, but we've got to trust in him because our source, our all-sufficiency source, which is God, he knows the best path and the best way for our lives. Now, it's important to note that religious people have a hard time trusting God. They're trusting their religion. Here's the definition of religious people, in my opinion, having a form of God, but denying the power thereof. In other words, it's something I'm doing, but it never has the power to change me. So if what you're doing doesn't have any power to give you any results, it's religion. It's not God, because whatever God is flowing to you has the power and the strength to change your mind when you buy into what he's using. Let him give you something to use. Don't go after it because you could be going after the wrong thing. And time becomes an enemy of our faith. You know, time is working against us every day. So we've got to work smarter, not harder. Let's work our mind in God, Christ in me, the hope of glory. He can work this through you. So let's put to bed all this religious practices that we're doing that's really not changing and helping us to really trust and depend on our source. So finally, let me give you Luke chapter 18. I'm going to read this story to you. You may want to write it down or pencil it in or grab your Bible and read it along with me if you can. It's a familiar passage, but it's in Luke chapter 18. And I'm going to start here at verse number 18. And it says, And a certain ruler asked him, saying, Good master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Now, let me give you the definition of eternal life. In John chapter 17, verse 3, it says, And this is life eternal, that they may know thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Just what I've been saying to you this whole show. I'm going to read to you one more time. And this is life eternal, that they may know thee, the only true God, or better yet, God, the one that is my source, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. That is eternal life. Eternal life is knowing who your source is. And when you know who your source is, you can live. Many people can't live because they don't know who their source is. But when you know that he's the source of your supply, you begin to grow beyond this world system. You live in a whole nother dynamic in the spirit. You live in a whole nother place where people may call you crazy. They may call you cuckoo, but you get results. One of the things about being a believer, I don't even want to be a Christian if I can't get any results. I'm not better than anybody. You're not better than anybody. But what we want is results. And I'm telling you, when you begin to divorce and put away all of these other ways and means and going after it and being frustrated day after day, week after week, month after month, and nothing is changing, you will begin to buy into this whole principle again God is your source. I'm hoping that I'm helping you in some way to buy into what I'm saying to you, that God truly has the way. He knows the way. Trust and believe that he knows the way. Verse 19, we're in Luke chapter 18, verse 19. And Jesus said unto him, why do you call me good? None is good save one that is God. Verse 20, thou knowest the commandments, do not commit adultery. Don't kill, don't steal, 
Don't bear false witness. Honor thy father and thy mother. Verse 21, and he said, all these I have kept from my youth. This is the young man that came to Jesus saying, Lord, what do I got to do to inherit eternal life? And he's got the nerve to say, Lord, I've done all of these things. I don't necessarily believe he was doing all of the things that he was saying that he was doing. Now, Jesus is very smart. In verse 22. Now, when Jesus heard these things, he said unto him, yet lackest thou one thing. This is profound. I don't want you to miss this. Jesus says, sell all that thou hast and distribute it unto the poor and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. And verse 23 says, and when he heard this, he was very sorrowful for he was very rich. Notice again, I want to start here at verse 22. I want to back up because I want to read this to you again. Now, when Jesus heard these things, he said unto him, he said unto him you lack one thing. I want you to sell all you got, distribute it to the poor. Watch this. And then you will have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. This is hard for rich people to do. People that are rich, they cannot let go of their riches. You know why? Because riches have become their source, not God. And in this situation, this young man, energetic in all, he didn't realize that money had become his source. He couldn't let it go. Now, I was talking to somebody the other day and I said, you know, when God put this world together, he's got every resource that everybody needs. All of us could be billionaires. So the man was asking me why. I said, because the people that have the resources are too afraid to share it. They're too afraid to give it away. And just like this young man, he was too afraid. He did not want to let go of what he had because money has become his source, not God. Jesus said, give it all away. Give it to the poor so they can become what you are and you will have treasure in heaven. So watch this. Where is God? He's in heaven and he's in us. So the flow from heaven where God is begins to flow in the God in us. It's a channel. But when we refuse to give it up, when we refuse to give and let it go, our flow stops. And that's what I said to you earlier. When you will not stop going after money, you shut down your own source. And the Bible says that this young man, he went away very sorrowful. He went away sad because he was so connected to money. And there are a lot of people today that are so connected to money. They're connected to their jobs, to their careers. They find so much satisfaction in the thing that they're doing. I'm not saying that we shouldn't be happy in what we're doing, but I'm saying we should be happy with God. And whatever he allows us to do, can he shift it up and change it? And then we'd be just as happy. Or when we release the money, we become sad. Anytime God is asking you to give to somebody and it becomes a hard thing to do, you are worshiping money. I don't care if it's a meal. I don't care if it's a jacket in your house, a pair of shoes. Anytime God is asking you to give of something that you have and you are finding it hard to do, you are worshiping the resources and not the source. And in the case of this young man, he said to Jesus, I've been doing all of this that you said. Well, when Jesus said this one thing that you lack, I want to see if you can do this. He couldn't do it, which stands the reason the other things that he said he was doing, he probably wasn't doing that either.
God knows us. We can lie to people until the cows come home, but we can never lie to God in us. We can never lie to the power, the mind of God, because he knows when we're not being honest and true. And if this young man had said, Lord, I'm willing to do it, can you imagine all the other things that would have been able to flow to him? I don't care if God tells you to give everything you have. When you give everything you have to God, you will never be broke because he will continue to create so many ways and means. When I read the Bible and any time that there was a miracle that Jesus was getting ready to create for these people, he always asked them for something or he gave them a command, told them to do something. Because in order for you to receive a miracle from God, you have to be involved in the process. God is not going to work a miracle for you and not allow you to be a part of it. He wants you to be a part of the journey. So if again, if you are finding it very difficult to give up your time, your talent, your treasure, you could be worshiping your time, your talent, and your treasure. It's time to put God where he needs to be. And that's first. So what we need to do is repent. The word repent means to change your mind and do it his way. It's so difficult for people to repent because they think that their way is the best way. But God's ways are higher than our ways as the heavens are above the earth. Whatever you're doing, God has a better way. And the apostle Paul said in the word of God, he said, and yet I show you a more excellent way. There's a more excellent way for you to live. There's a more excellent way for you to be what God has already created you to be but get connected to your eternal source. And when you do, you won't be like this fella in Luke. You won't be like him. There's a lot of people like him. Jesus came in contact with so many people and they went away sad because they felt like what Jesus was asking them to do was so hard. But what Jesus wanted them to get an idea of is that you are worshiping the resource. You are too connected to the resource and not the source. I am your source. I want you to say it one more time before we go. God is the source of my supply. God is the one I depend on. When you're feeling sad, say it to yourself. God is the source of my supply. He's the one I depend on. If you lose your job tomorrow, it's okay. God is the source of your supply. He's the one you depend on. If you get a bad report, it's okay. Say, God is my support. He is my source. He's the one I depend on. Not only is he your source, he's your support. He got you. When everybody walks away, he'll still be there. When people don't like you, he still loves you. This is why we cannot lose with the stuff that we use. And that stuff is created power inside of us. And that creative power is God. I pray that what I said to you blessed you immensely today. Went over a little longer than I wanted to, but I get excited when I'm talking about the things of God. I want to encourage you today, no matter where you are listening to me, things are not going to get better. They are already better. You just need to have a shift in conscience and know that God has always been your source. You just got your mind somewhere else. Put your mind on God because God always has his mind on you. I want you to send me an email if this show did bless you to info 
at thomasadeloach.com. Drop me a line. I will respond to you. Or go to my website at www.thomasadeloach.com. I got a free resource for you. If you put your email address in that box and click send, I want to send you something that I believe will bless your life, a little pamphlet that I want you to read. Also, if you scroll down to the bottom of the screen on my website, I am asking if this show is blessing you. Maybe you want to be a financial partner and give. Giving is a way that will cause things to come your way. So as I'm giving you these nuggets, these jewels, these things that you probably have heard before, but maybe you said I heard it a different way from Pastor Deloach and you want to partner with me, I want you to go to the bottom of that website and there's a donation box there. Click it and you can put that dollar amount in there. No dollar amount is too big. No dollar amount is too small. And everything that you give goes to create this show to the things that I have to do to put the show together so that I can empower you. All right. I want you to have a great week. I want you to get out there and do what God is telling you to do. But more importantly, I want you to remember and practice the practicing. Become a practitioner of God is your source. He really is. I believe a miracle is right in the works for you today. And until next time, peace to the family. Thank you for listening to my show to empower you. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com. And follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be empowered.